Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the turmoil in energy markets. This week is already a terrible one-two punch for energy investors, and I'm doing this podcast on Thursday morning with the markets currently uh, limit down. The crude oil market was already weak because of a drop in demand from China and other Asian countries due to the coronavirus. The collapse of OPEC plus the agreement between Saudi Arabia and Russia to hold back on production to support prices was a big shock. And an even bigger shock was the Saudi decision to raise output. It looks like a petulant squabble between the country's leaders. The Saudis are apparently offering their biggest discounts to Russia's European customers. But Russia has a more antagonistic relationship with America. They're probably fed up with seeing U.S. shale oil exports eat into their market share. So the U.S. energy sector is taking it on the chin this week. Pipelines have been hit very hard as well. Lower prices for crude will depress production. Forecasts of U.S. output next year have been trimmed by two to two and a half million barrels a day. So we're now looking at falling output, not increasing. Why are U.S. forces defending Saudi oil infrastructure from Iran, given what's going on? Why is the U.S. Navy patrolling the Persian Gulf, ensuring safe passage for too much crude oil and crushing the the U.S. energy sector? Seems to me the world could cope with a little supply disruption if Iran sank a tanker in the Gulf. Right now, America's military has provided security for the dumping of crude oil on world markets. Trump could easily consider pulling U.S. forces back. It's just a tweet away. The American Energy Independence Index has a trailing yield of well over 11%. The question most investors have that we're talking to relate to credit risk in the sector and security of dividends. Pipeline companies are generally investment grade. That's true of 80% of the names in our index. But their clients are also generally investment grade. We estimate over 85%. So you have pipeline companies with strong balance sheets dealing with companies with strong balance sheets. No doubt, lower oil output will create areas of excess pipeline capacity. But people often forget that natural gas is a more important commodity for U.S. midstream energy infrastructure than crude oil, which is around 20% of the index. And natural gas consumption is very insensitive to the economy. We put a chart on our website last week that showed crude oil and natural gas demand through the 2008 financial crisis. And crude oil demand did dip around 10%, but natural gas demand followed its familiar seasonal pattern, where demand peaks during the summer months as Americans turn on their air conditioning. Economic growth is clearly going to slow, and we may be heading into a recession. So the question is, how much will U.S. energy demand dip? This is new territory for all of us. We have to estimate how the American people will react as the coronavirus infections increase. For my part, I think it's eventually going to be hard to avoid infection if you go about your life normally. The other day, we took our grandson to the Natural History Museum in in New York. We ate in the cafeteria. I used sanitizer on my hands at the entrance and then carried my tray to the table where I sat down. It's almost impossible to sanitize your hands following every new contact with the surface, although keeping your hands away from your face apparently makes a big difference. I'm 57. 
let's suppose the fatality rate is around 1% for my age group. And let's suppose I have a 20% chance of getting infected. That gives me a one in 500 chance of dying from coronavirus. I'd rather not be exposed to those odds. It's not a risk I'd choose to take. It's probably worse odds than anything else I do. And I'm starting to think it'll be hard to avoid. But it's not exactly Russian roulette. And maybe not enough to get me to avoid all contact with the outside world, unless I'm a potential danger to others and have to self-quarantine. Italy's placed the entire country under a modified lockdown. You can go to work, buy food, visit the doctor, but eating out is not allowed. And sporting events are being cancelled or played with no fans. So you have to ask yourself what would happen if an entire region, like the New York metropolitan area, was placed under an Italian-style lockdown. Would it even work? We'd all be traveling less. So that's the question for pipeline investors. How will this virus affect the everyday lives of ordinary Americans? Electricity consumption probably won't change a whole lot. It might even be boosted as people work remotely. That's where natural gas is different than crude oil because 36% of natural gas is used to generate electricity, and we'll still be using plenty of that, while crude oil is generally for transportation, and it's more vulnerable if people commute and fly less. We hope it'll be passed as a year from now, but we have to get through the next few weeks. It seems to me that a stock like Williams Companies, WMB, which is 100% natural gas pipelines and is in the American Energy Independence Index, should be able to get through whatever disruption is thrown at it. It's got a yield over 10%. It seems like you're getting paid to take the risk. But assessing human behavior in the face of a virus we've never seen before is what's needed to decide whether to hold pipeline stocks or not. If there's one good thing in the past week, it's that nobody's talking about high school dropout Greta and her poorly conceived answer to global warming. CO2 emissions will almost certainly be down this year anyway, if not for the right reasons. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Laugh.